What's up, what's up, Reckless? How we doing? Y'all doing good? You look like you're out here. It's good to see all your faces. So good to see you. Um, in honor of Nicaragua's sign-ups, so there's this thing that you say, it's buenas, if any Nicaragua people remember. So when I say buenas, you have to say buenas, ready? Buenas, buenas, you just, I just welcomed you in. So if you go, you'll, you can, you have something to say now, okay? I know literally no Spanish at all, and I've been to the trip five years, so. Um, so um, my name is Tyler. Um, if some of you do not know me, it's nice to meet you. Um, I've been involved in our student ministry for a, a minute now. Um, been, um, I grew up in this, in this high school ministry, and I also um, have just served in Revolution and Reckless. Um, my boys are seniors. Let's go. Yeah. They're so quiet. They're always so quiet when I do that. I try to shout them out, guys, every time. Um, I'm also, right now, I'm engaged, um, which is really exciting. I get married in like seven months to that girl right there. Hey. Um, she hates, she literally hates this. Um, sorry. Um, love you. Um, so, super excited to be here. Um, before we just get into um, the message, before I get into everything, let's just, let's just take a second and just pray. So, if anyone just want to bow their heads real quick. Everybody take a deep breath. Ready? Dear Lord, um, we just acknowledge your presence. Lord, we acknowledge, Lord, that you are here with us, Lord. Uh, we acknowledge, Lord, that there's no other reason to gather, Lord, but for you. Um, Lord, I thank you for your faithfulness, Lord, to this to um, this church, Lord. How it's been impacting my life, how it's impacted so many other people's lives. Lord, may we lay every distraction down, God, and may we not worry about um, what's happening to the person next to us, but Lord, may we just, um, Lord, we just stir in us tonight. And God, I just pray, Lord, that um, you're going to fall on good soil, and um, everything that comes from my mouth, Lord, will be from you, Lord. Just pray, amen. All right, so we've been in a series called Be the Church. Um, I'm super, I'm super pumped to be talking about um, the topic we're talking about tonight. The series has been really, really good. Um, we've been digging, digging into like the Holy Spirit, like what, is, what does it actually mean to be the church? And so tonight, I'm talking about something that is very relevant. It's something that involves you and me, and it's just the community around us. Um, you're like, what does this mean? It means simply the person next to you means reckless, like we're a community. It talks about Westridge as it, we're Westridge as a community and how this affects the community around us. What we're, something I was thinking about during worship, um, they, they killed it tonight. Um, something I was just thinking about is that this is a gift. Like community is a gift. Whoa. Um, this is something that, that not a lot of people get. And this is something that we're literally we're standing in a gift, which takes responsibility. So I've had a lot of different experiences with community. I, uh, I grew up in the church. I've been able to see what healthy community looks like in the church. And I've also been able to see what unhealthy community in the church looks like. I've seen the good and bad and ugly in, in, different, in different fashions. I've been in different parts of, parts of different small groups, different friends groups within the church. And so I've been able to just see, I've, I've seen a lot. So... What kind of like, what's really cool is this is something that has been just, just um, stirring in my heart for a while now because I got to go back to Boston for the summer, uh, which was really, really cool. I was in Boston for eight weeks. Um, there was a, um, I was with a team of nine from Westridge and, um, and, a, and a girl from Arizona. Last year we took three from Westridge. This year we took nine. And so it was very cool. I think we have, I think we have a picture of um, our team. 
But um, look at look at them. We look so good. Um, but it it was really really cool because nine of those people all came from this community. And so we um, spent eight weeks in the summer um, serving the city of Boston, um, working with local church planners, and learning what does it look like to live on mission to be a spirit led missionary. Um, and so, so so what's interesting about this is so like like look from the get go like it looks like it looks like this was very very easy and very very like. Um, like simple, like, oh yeah, just spending eight weeks in a city. Um, this was hard. Um, our team is absolutely incredible. Um, so before I get into community, um, because this, since we're talking about community tonight, um, so we did a, we did a vlog as a team. Um, each team had to do a vlog. There was 99 gen centers. And so um, I'm going to show a little bit of a clip of the vlog real quick. Hello. Welcome to Church of the Wells vlog. We had a summer. <laughs> just letting you know. Um, so the reason why I wanted to show that video is just because, like, what I absolutely love is so the guy who made the video wanted to put like they did an intro card for each of us, and there's ten of us. And obviously, um, if you want to pull up that picture back again, um, the um, what's crazy is all ten of us went into went to Boston with the same mission, but every single person on here has a different personality, different story, different background. We have some extroverts in there. We have some introverts in there. We got some people who have, were, were like really terrified to come here. There was people who were full gun-ho going here. Um, we had some people who would do crazy things like I would. Um, we had some people who were just a little more cautious and all that is all okay. But, um, that, but like whenever I think of community, I think of, I think of my, our, our team I was on because community is hard. This, this, was, this was hard. It was fun and a blast, and we had a great time, and we didn't have one issue together as a team, but this was really, really hard. And I think that's also kind of how we feel about community sometimes is community is messy. Community is very, very messy. It's not easy. It's something you have to fight for, and it's something that you have to, um, because you're, it's, it's your responsibility when you're a part of it. And so you are a part of a community. This is your community. And because it's a gift, it comes with responsibility as well. And so from Boston, I just I learned so many different things about just simply like what is it what does the community mean of the church? And so I'm gonna be talking about three important truths when it comes to community. And so the first one is independence is a lie. Independence is a lie. Which sounds crazy. 
which sounds completely opposite to what um, we talk about in the United States. Um, we're, we, we have our independence, we have our freedom, which is a beautiful thing. But something that um, the Lord really wrecked me um, on, actually on July 1st, on Independence Day, is that I personally made an idol out of independence. And I don't think that's just me. This was, this was when the Lord was just stripping me and making me realize that I am created and you are created to be dependent on Jesus. We were created to be dependent on Jesus. Because a lot of times when, we, when we're independent, we like to do things on our own and we like to just walk on our own. We like to keep our stuff to ourselves and we like to keep walking. Um, you might sit in your small groups and might not share anything ever and you just keep walking because you're like, I got this, I'm good. We sometimes act like an island, but we're not. And this also just showed me like kind of why I need biblical community. And let me show you, let me show you what I mean by this. In John 15, one through five, it says, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me and that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that, he, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing." You can see this passage that we were created to have an abiding dependency on Jesus. Abide means simply to remain in, to rest in, to be attached to. And it says that apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. So that completely takes out the independence part because we were dependent, um, we're created to be dependent on God. So how does this apply to the community? We were created to be with other people. You know how boring this earth would be if we didn't have each other? It'd be so, it'd be so boring. It'd be so quiet. The Lord could have decided to design his church and his community in any other way, but he decided to create it with other people. And, and this, I know this immediately is, is like scary for some people who are afraid of community, especially if, if you're more introverted and you don't like to be around people that much. Um, but we were created to be around people. We were created to be together. We were created to be in a community of other image, image bearers of Christ. Why? Because God said it is not good for man to be alone. So in Genesis 2.18, it um, talks about this. And it says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for that man should be alone. I, I will make a helper fit for him. So immediately you could take this and go, and go, this is why I need a boyfriend. This is why I need a girlfriend. This is, that's not true. Um, which this is, this is talking about the, be- the beauty of marriage, but at the same time, it, it talks about how Adam was not good by himself. He was not good by himself. We were created to be with other people. Um, he was never meant to be alone. We are not an island, no matter how Christian and spiritual you think you are. If you're not in biblical community, then you are never going to fully see the joy and heart of why the church was created in the first place. Second one's a big one. Biblical community is about serving. Biblical community is about serving. Let's look at this passage, um, Acts 2, 42 through 47, that, um, that Blake read last week. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship to the breaking of bread and the prayers, and awe came upon every soul. Many wonders and signs were done through the apostles, and all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and and distributing the proceeds to all 
as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together, breaking bread in their homes, they received their food and with glad and generous hearts, praising God and have favor with all people. And the Lord added their number day by day, those who were being saved. Just like, think about for yourself, like, like what do you see in that passage? Because what I see is just simplicity and service. Just simplicity and service. And the result of that was people were hearing the gospel and they were being saved by something so simple, by people gathering together who had all things in common. The all, and this is what's so beautiful about the church is the only reason why we gather is because of Jesus and because of him. That is the only reason why we gather. That is the common goal that we have all together is because we, have a, we needed a savior and his name is Jesus. But we make community so complicated. This is something that we are so easy to do. Like if we're put in a small group with people that we don't know that well, we're like, I know, I want to, know, I want to be with this person that, that looks like this and that, that acts like this, that's interested in this. But the thing is, is like, but according to this verse, it says um, they believe together all things in common. It, they were people all together, all different kinds. They all didn't look like each other. The, the early church and the church that we even have today, does it, we don't all look like each other. And we all have different backgrounds, different interests, and that's so cool. And I think we try to, like, customize our community sometimes. But a lot of times, community is just your neighbors, people you live, work, and play with. Um, so when talking about service, um, in John 13, 12 through 14, it says, When he had washed their feet and put on his outer garments and resumed his place, he said to them, Do you, do you understand what I have done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right. For so, so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash another's feet. This is a command straight from Jesus to wash each other's feet in serving one another. The, the goal of community as a church is supposed to magnify Jesus and give people a glimpse of heaven. Serving one another, encouraging one another, washing each other's feet. And I think this is something that's very, very important to see because washing, washing people's feet is the lowest form of service to someone. And Jesus did this with people uh, from all different kinds of backgrounds. The disciples were messed up just like we are. We're, and even washed the feet of the person who betrayed him too. And so this is, this is what the call of, of serving one another looks like. So I think the question is, is does this describe your community? Does this describe reckless? Something to think about. Because the church is, is meant for participation, not consumerism. We are not consumers, guys. We are not consumers who are just supposed to just take, take from one another. Like, the point of the reason why Pastor Brian and Pastor Todd and so many other leaders um, come up here and speak is to equip you. And I'm not talking about if, if you're a first-timer here. That's not, I'm not talking to you because this is your, you're, you're checking this out, and I totally understand. But it's like if you've been here for a second, you're being equipped. You're being equipped. And, you're, and the, goal, the goal of Reckless and the goal of, of Sunday morning, stuff like that, is not for you to just consume. It's for you to participate, to get off the sidelines, and to be a forerunner. Um, the friendships in the community you see in the early church was people fighting for each other. And they were praying for one another. They were giving to each other. Um, do we approach community with a heart of humility and service, or are we so wrapped up in ourselves that we think it's all about what we can get instead of what can I give? 
or how can I help? And so, how can, how can you contribute to, to community? How can you contribute to your community? How can you participate in community? Let's start with just the people in your small group. We just started doing small groups the past few weeks. Um, and some, some things that you can just do is just pray for each other. Like, just taking time just to pray for one another. Not just saying, hey, I'm going to pray for you. Just going like, hey, can I pray for you for a second? Being vulnerable, encouraging each other, sharpening one another, confessing sin and being honest. Um, you need to be champions of each other. And this means for the people that don't look like you, because you might be in a small group with somebody that you like, wouldn't necessarily hang out with outside of here. But the thing is, is like, the Lord has decided to place you with those people for this moment in time, for such a time as this. And so you, because of that, and you commit to a small group, you are called to be a champion of them as well. The other way that you can contribute to the community and participate in this beautiful community called the church is serving it, serving the church. This means um, set, uh, first impressions team. We got people that come in every single week that, that literally come early to meet, to pray for you guys, to welcome, because they're wanting to be a part of this. We have people who come and set up and tear down before y'all get here and after y'all get here. We have a new special needs building we just dedicated. Woo! So it's amazing, but we need we need volunteers. We need you guys to come up there and, and help serve. We have our kids ministry. We have our world cafe. We have so many different areas for you to serve in. So it's like come and participate and be a part of what God is doing in our church. Give back to our. If, if Westridge has been a part of your life and has impacted your life, give back to it. Serve in it. Because this is, this is about us. This isn't about just the people that are on this stage. This is about you too. It's about participation. And if this is something that, that's difficult for you, that's totally okay. And that's something I just want to encourage you is just ask the Lord to give you, give you an eyes and heart of service. Asking the Lord to, to give you a heart of servant and a heart of being a servant and helping you see like, what does that mean to serve? What does it mean to serve in, in church? What does it mean to serve each other? What does it mean to do that? So the last, the last truth I want to, um, I want to talk about here is biblical community is, is full of full-time missionaries. The purpose of the church is to fulfill the Matthew 28, 19 commission, great commission, which is go make disciples of all nations. That is what you're called to do. And a full-time missionary doesn't look like just, just you're in ministry or you're a pastor or you're working in some sort of like ministry setting. Um, it looks like in your workplace. It looks like in your school. It looks like in your home. And this goes all goes back to being a servant. The people at your job and home and school, do you have a heart for serving them? Or do you, do you go to these places going, what, what can you do for me instead of what I can do for you? All goes back to service. And something that, and there's a question for a lot of you that um, you've talked to in your small groups or you've talked to just like, like your friends about is how to reach lost friends, family, and anyone. And you're like, how can I do that? Like, do I need to do this certain training, evangelism training, or I need to do this stuff? And it's like, no, there's, there's this simple thing that me and you are really, really good at doing that we've been able to do since the beginning of time, and it's build relationships. Build relationships. Build real relationships. Serve them. Pray for them. You have a, you have a, you have a lost friend at school. Like, pray for them Pray for them daily, find different ways to serve them, and just build a real relationship with them. Don't treat them like a project. People are not projects. That's not our goal here, is to check off a number into do all that stuff. 
build a real relationship with, with someone. And what does this look like? It just looks like simply becoming friends with someone that is different than you, listening to their story, asking them questions, being a friend for them, and being a prayer warrior in, in the secret place with the Lord. Something that we talked about a lot in, in Boston was um, um, our, our um, my brain, our area director, uh, Jensen, um, his name is John Chasteen. Um, he's a pretty good guy. Um, something that we talked about a lot is um, plus one conversations. It's kind of like, what's a plus one conversation? So a plus 10 conversation is, is you just happen to go into a Starbucks or something like that, and you talk to the barista, and you get to share the gospel with them right then and there, and they accept, accept Jesus in their heart, and they get saved, and they're, they're about to go to church and get discipled, all that stuff. That's a plus 10 conversation. A plus one conversation is just you asking for someone's name, you learning something about their story, you going to go get coffee with them, you going to go get lunch with them, or sitting with them at lunch, or whatever that looks like for you. Pray for plus one conversations. Don't just go straight to, don't, don't, don't expect just straight 10. Um, you've heard stories, in, and we've seen stories in like, in like Nicaragua where this has happened, and, but like the reality is, is those are very, very rare. And the reality is, is it's a lot of plus one conversations. And that take, like relationships take work. Community takes work. Um, and so the main, the main point tonight of, is just being in the church means serving and fighting for each other for the sake of his mission. Let's go back to let's go back to that passage, um, Acts two forty two through forty seven. I'm just going to read this one more time. I just want you just to look at this and read this in the lens of of just what our community could look like. What could reckless look like? It says, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, and to the breaking of bread and the in the prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to, to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together, breaking bread in their homes, they received their food and with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. This should convict us. This should convict us of what our community could look like. Um, because because of Jesus, we are family. Um, so um, I'm going to pray. And something I just want to encourage you is I really want you to dig into this with your small group. Really, really like wrestle through this and just be real and be honest um, about your community, about your, about your small group. And even just be real, like just like, guys, I don't feel like I fit in this group. And just be being honest. Um, that's what those steps take. Um, so we're going to pray and we're going we're gonna to close out. Dear Lord, I thank you just for your church. God, I thank you for the gift that is your church. Lord, I, I, what a great idea, Lord. What a great idea, Lord, that you made, Lord, that we are created to be together because, Lord, we are better together, Lord. God, I thank you, Lord, for just um, that you created, Lord, this, this place, God, where we get to gather as believers and be equipped, Lord, Lord, where we can reach people for the sake of your mission, Lord. God, I pray, Lord, that this will convict us, Lord, so we are able to be more intentional with our community. God, I pray, Lord, that we won't just, um, God, I pray we won't just sit on the sidelines, Lord. God, may we be forerunners and frontrunners, God, to just um, be a part of your mission, Lord. Because, God, you are, you are so worthy, God, of all, of all of it. God, we thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do in our community, Lord. And, God, I pray, Lord, that, um, that this will just convict us, Lord.
And Lord, um, thank you for community and thank you for you, Lord. Just to pray. Amen.